all of us carry around some form of ID. Well, let me ask you something. If someone were to ask you to see your identity in Christ, one, could you even pull something out to show them, so to speak? And two, what would be on it? Well, we'll talk about that today on Thy Kingdom Comma. Welcome to Thy Kingdom Comma. Thy Kingdom Comma is a Christian living blog and podcast dedicated to engaging conversations about applying God's Word to everyday life. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. I'm your host, Anthony Russo, and it's my hope that you will be encouraged and God will be glorified. And with that, let's start the show. Hello, everyone. It's Anthony again. It's great to be with you again. Thanks so much for joining me this week. Today, we're going to be talking about our identity in Christ. I hope that as a Christian, you think about your identity in Jesus Christ often. If you're a Christian, the Bible teaches in many ways and places that you have a new identity. So today, we're going to look very quickly at about a dozen of the different ways that God describes who we now are in Christ. In fact, I have no doubt that I'm even missing a few of the examples and probably even some obvious ones that are in the Bible that talk about who we now are in Christ. So if I am, feel free to email me at show at thykingdomcomma.com and just say, hey, Anth, you missed one. What about, like, for instance, I don't even have a saint on here, so I know I missed that one. But nevertheless, let's take a look at some of the ways God describes us now that we are his. The first one I want to mention is the elect. God says that if you're now born again, you are part of the elect. Romans 8.29 says, For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. We can take comfort in the idea that we are of the elect. God foreknew, predestined, and elected us to be conformed to Christ, to be saved. That's a joyful thing, and I hope that you can take comfort in that. Secondly, you were redeemed, you were ransomed. That's in 1 Peter 2.14, and it's also in 1 Peter 1.18 and 19, where Peter writes, You were ransomed from the futile ways inherited from your forefathers, not with perishable things such as silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without blemish or spot. So we're elect, redeemed, ransomed. Thirdly, pilgrims or sojourners or exiles. Again, in 1 Peter 2.11, it says, Beloved, I urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh, which wage war against your soul. So we're pilgrims, we're sojourners. You, you, you and I, we're just passing through. This world is just temporary as we wait for our real eternal home with the Lord. Fourthly, born again. We have a new birth, right? 1 Peter 1.3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Also in 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 22 and 23, 
having purified your souls by the obedience, by your obedience to the truth for a sincere brotherly love, love one another earnestly from a pure heart, since you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but imperishable, through the living and abiding word of God. So we're born again. Number five, all your sins are forgiven. Think about that. Acts 13.38, Paul and Barnabas in Antioch are preaching. And it says, Let it be known to you, therefore, brothers, that through this man forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you. In Ephesians 1.7, it says, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace. In Colossians 1.14, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. So those are five aspects of your identity in Christ. We'll look at some more right after this. If you like what you're hearing, would you sign up to get email updates? You'll get to find out whenever a new episode or a blog post appears. All you have to do is go to thykingdomcomma.com and sign up. When you do, you'll receive a PDF of the month-long devotional that goes with the reading of the Gospel of John. It's yours free when you sign up. So we're talking about our new identity in Christ today, and we're just going through a list of some of the examples of who we are now in Christ now that we're saved. Number six, we're new creatures. We're new creation. 2 Corinthians 5.17, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, and behold, the new has come. Number seven, in Christ. I mean, there are literally dozens of examples in the scriptures, in the New Testament, of the benefits of your new position in Christ. In fact, I'll put a link in the show notes to a list of where in Christ appears in the New Testament, and you can read through those on your own. Number eight, we're moved from death to life. Colossians 2.13, and you who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses. Think about the death that you and I used to walk around in prior to knowing Jesus. Think about the, just the weight of sin and guilt and misery, uh, you know, the things that we took pleasure in, the things that we did, the, the thoughts that we had. And now God, because of Jesus, through Jesus, has moved us from death to life. You and I have life. You know, eternal life, by the way, Eternal life starts now. I hope you realize that. I hope that you realize that your eternal life isn't just when you die and go to heaven. Eternal life starts now. So, we've moved from death to life. Number nine, we're reconciled. We used to be God's enemies because of our sin. But now, He has reconciled us. Right? He has redeemed us. And so, we are well, like I talked about before, redeemed and ransomed, but we're reconciled, right? Now there's this relational aspect to it, um, where we've gone from being an enemy of God to a friend. 
In fact, this is also going to be, I'll use the same verse for the tenth thing I want to talk about, that we're holy and blameless and above reproach. Kind of lump all those together. Colossians 1, 19 through 22. For in him, that is in Christ, all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. And you, that's you and me, who were once alienated and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he has now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death in order to present you holy and blameless and above reproach before him. So God has done all of this. Number 11, let's not forget, God has adopted you. God has adopted me. We were once sons and daughters of the devil, but now we are sons and daughters of God. Number 12, we've been brought near. You know, you used to be far away from God, but God, through Jesus Christ, has brought you near. Ephesians 2.13, but now, in Christ Jesus, you who are once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. And like I said, I have no doubt I'm probably forgetting some pretty obvious ones. So feel free to email me at show at thykingdomcomma.com and let me know what I've forgotten. Now here's the thing. If you know that you are truly born again, truly a Christian, and yet you struggle and doubt over some sin or experience or whatever the case may be, let me encourage you, please, to remember two things. One, as long as you live and breathe, there is an enemy out to destroy you. Satan will accuse you. He will assault you with doubts and disbelief about everything God has said about himself and about who you now are in him. You know, Satan did it to Eve in the garden. And he'll never stop twisting God's words, twisting God's promises, you know, uh, perverting how God has revealed himself and shown himself truly to be and suggesting to us the complete opposite, right? Again, Peter, said, Peter says he prowls around as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So Satan wants to take you out. And if he can sidetrack you by making you doubt God's love and nearness, he'll do it. So remember that. Remember that Satan just wants to accuse you, make you feel terrible, miserable, far from God, uh, that your identity isn't in God. And related to all this, the second thing. So what do you do? Look to Christ. Walk by faith, Christian. Right? The scripture says, we walk by faith, not by sight. That's 2 Corinthians 5.7. Forget your feelings. They're fickle. They're faulty. Um, you know, the way I always talk about our, our feelings, our emotions, our, 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 um, uh, our makeup, it's like we're a car permanently, forever, uh, well, forever in this life, out of alignment, right? Where you can't, you can't, the car just doesn't drive straight by itself. 
it's always, always, always out of alignment. The moment you take your hands off the wheel, it just wants to veer to one side. That's pretty much our, our flesh, right? That's our human nature. That's our fallen nature. We are just out of alignment naturally. And the moment as a Christian, we get out from our daily habit of being in the Word of God, you know, being in the Scriptures, praying, all of these things, and we get our hands, you know, let our hands off the wheel, man, the, the car of our lives, it's just going to go right to the edge of the road. It doesn't know anything else. So we have to walk by faith, not, not by sight. We have to walk by what we know the Word of God says, not what we think. Now, before I go, a couple of things. If what I talked about today, if that makes you say, you know, Lord, thank you so much, that's me, that's great. But what if it doesn't? What if you've been listening and you feel like you've just spent the last however many minutes really in someone else's family reunion and you're thinking, Aunt, I have no idea what you just talked about. It sounds good. It sounds great. I, I, but I have no idea what that is. I don't have that kind of identity with God. I don't think of him in that way. Well, then the truth is you don't know God. If you don't know what Jesus has done for you what he offers you. You're, if you're not what Jesus is called born again by the Spirit of God, uh, then God uses other words to describe your identity. They're words like lost, wicked, pagan, ungodly, unregenerate, guilty, enemy of God, condemned. And those are terrifying, those are terrifying uh, words, and it's a miserable place to be. And I know because I used to be in your shoes. But the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him, that is, commits their entire life to him, shall not perish but have everlasting life. And if you'll call on the Lord Jesus today and you'll ask him to forgive you and cleanse you of your sins, uh, and, and if you repent and believe the gospel, and you say, Lord, I want to be identified in this new identity. I want all these things that, that Anthony talked about. Then he'll do that. He'll give you a new heart and a new life and, yes, a new ID card. So I hope that helps you today. I hope that helps you think about your identity in Christ. By the way, if you'd like a copy of today's show notes, just go to www.thykingdomcomma.com forward slash seven, thykingdomcomma.com forward slash seven. Well, before we wrap up, I want to share some great news. I started this podcast really on a whim over New Year's. I had really no plans, no clue what it would be about, other than I wanted to somehow tell people about Jesus. And I've released a new episode every week since then, and I've hardly done anything to promote it. I mean, I'll post on Facebook or Twitter, you know, once or twice about it, but that's pretty much it. Um, well, thanks to you, listeners, this week, Thy Kingdom Comma, the, the podcast passed a big milestone. We're over 100 downloads so far. Now, I know, I know that's not a lot. It's really not a lot in the podcast world. It's, it's nothing, really. But it is big because did you know that there's over 850,000 
other podcasts to choose from? I mean, imagine having a TV with 850,000 channels to choose from, or TV shows, and a hundred of you have, you know, or people have watched Thy Kingdom Comma, listened to Thy Kingdom Comma a hundred times. That's fantastic. So I'm thrilled that you're enjoying it. Uh, I pray that I'm able to continue to bring you uh, good and helpful things, okay? I've always said that God could shut it all down tomorrow and I'd be happy. Whatever he wants is fine by me. Well, the really cool part about it is already there have been uh, some good conversations and I've gotten some good feedback and uh, about the show. And I it looks like 2020 is going to be a big year for the blog and the podcast. So I hope to be able to share more about that in about a month or so. But I just wanted to kind of let you let you in on some of the numbers and uh, the direction of things and so yeah so I'm very thankful for that let me ask you this can I ask you to do three things for me along these lines one would you would you pray would you ask the Lord to use thy kingdom comma to glorify himself it's not about promoting me it's not about you know promoting even the website whatever uh, again God can shut it all down I just want God to be glorified I want people to be uh, you know, Christians to be encouraged, to grow, to be discipled, all that kind of, uh, all those things. So pray and ask the Lord to use thy kingdom comma to glorify himself. Two, would you consider sharing this with a friend? Post a link on your social media and post a link to thykingdomcomma.com, whatever, however you want to do it. If it's helpful, if there's an episode that you think someone, uh, a friend or family member should listen to, Send them the link to it. And then thirdly, uh, would you go out to Apple Podcasts and rate the show? Give it a, just a good, honest rating. I think there's uh, five stars there, so give it whatever you want. And uh, yeah, that, that helps. So, and again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm, I'm just honored to have you tuning in to join me each week. So again, thank you very much and have a great day. Well, that wraps up our show for today. Be sure to join us next time as we dig deeper into God's Word and apply it to our lives. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please tell others. You can visit our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash thykingdomcomma or you can visit us on the web at thykingdomcomma.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Anthony Russo, and Jesus changed my life.